Hello and welcome back to once again another episode of CreekCast. I am Marcus. I'm Josh. And we are so glad that you have joined us on this Monday. Monday, Monday, or Monday. any day that you're listening to this, but today is Monday. Today this is episode. Monday. Uh, we are in Matthew 19, 1 through 12, week 27 of the Word of Life Quiet Time. And we are continuing our... Well, actually, we kind of end Matthew this week. Yeah. So, so Marcus, we are officially halfway through our book, our quiet time book. Are we? Yeah, because 52 divided by 2 is 26. That's true. Yeah, so we are officially halfway through the book now. Yay us, I guess. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, like you said, we're in Matthew as we continue on. Um a large crowd is gathering around Jesus, um, as happens because he's super popular, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so this crowd gathers around Jesus, um, and they follow and they, he heals them. I mean, I feel like let's, let's just talk about all the miracles that we'd never really see because every time there's a large crowd, he's healing and casting out demons. Oh yeah. Like who knows how many people he healed and cast demons out of. I can tell you, he's no. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, and nobody knows. Know. And so, as this crowd is gathered around him, the Pharisees are going to try to trick him up, and they ask about divorce. Yep. And so, and you know, they ask, "Is it lawful for to divorce one's wife for any cause?" And Jesus answers, "Hey, God said from the beginning, a father or a man and wife will be joined together as one flesh. Yep. And what God has joined together, no man can separate." And exactly, like... and I mean, and Jesus uh, has given us truth from His Word, and has our best interest in mind when doing so. Yeah. So because of that, He designed marriage to be, like you said, one man, one woman, and it's it's also to to represent um, to be a picture of Himself and the church. Um, and yeah. boy, have we messed that up real quick! Oh man, real bad, real bad, and. To be fair, so I read an interesting article the other day that, you know, for the longest time we talked about that the divorce rate in the church is the same as outside uh, outside the church. That's actually not true anymore. The divorce rate in the church is actually lowered. That's good. Yeah, that's, yeah, a great thing. Um, but we get this idea of divorce, and, I mean, we talk about divorce all the time of, you know, is it a right thing, is it a wrong thing, blah, 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 yada, yada, and... Really, it boils down to, hey, God's joined them together. Nobody can separate it. And so they come up with, the Pharisees ask this next question of, well, then why did Moses say we are able to? Yeah. And I love Jesus' response here. Because of your hardness of heart. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, you know, he's like, because you guys had a hard heart, that's why. Because of the heart condition that you had going on, because of the sinful nature that you have, God gave you a way out because he is a just God that, you know, a lot of times we think of him like the lightning bolt throwing God. But that's not the picture we see here. He understands it's not right, but Moses gave you guys a way out. You know, and so... Jesus goes on, I say to you, whoever divorces his wife except for sexual immorality and marries another commits adultery. Now, I'm going to read a lot from the commentary here because they did a great job of talking about this section. Yeah, well, before you get there, yeah. um, I think you and I would be 
on the same page of like when me and Alyssa got married, we both talked about how divorce will never be an option. Oh yeah. Um, and, uh, but like the thing is, is society teaches the opposite of that. It's as soon as things get hard, just let it go uh, or just, just leave. Um, as soon as things don't go the way you want, just, just leave. There's somebody else out there for you. Um, but the thing about this is divorce affects not just the couple. Oh. Um, divorce affects those families. Oh, yeah, the families. Mothers, the, I mean, grandparents, kids. I mean, it just, it, it affects a lot more than just a couple. And, um, you know, in our relationship with God, um, it can be like, um, well, we'll look at that in a minute, <laughs> but um, our world says divorce is okay. Yes. Our world says that divorce is the easy way out. Um, but nowhere in the Bible does it say, if you get married, things are going to be great. Things are going to be perfect. No, because at the end of the day, uh, you don't, you don't fall in love. People no. fall in holes. I've, I've always had that mindset. People don't fall in love. People fall in love. You, uh, fall in holes. You choose who you love. You choose yes. the love that you want to give to someone. Um, every single day I wake up to choose to love my wife. Um, I'm sure there's days where she wants to throw me through a window and, um, and yeah, hope that I don't get up very quickly. Um, I'm sure there's days where, uh, she, well, anybody, I'm sure there's days that have people like that and that's totally normal. But at the end of the day, because of your love for God, you choose to love your wife through the thick and through the thin. You choose to love your husband through the good and through the bad, through the the times where you don't understand why he hasn't picked up that uh, shirt that's on the ground for two weeks. (laughs) Never do that. (laughs) I saw a a meme the other day that said, uh, uh, wife asks husband to take out trash. uh, He says, okay, I'll I'll do do it in a minute. Uh, 15 second le- seconds later, wife goes, fine, I'll do it now, <laughs> or I'll do it myself. <laughs> yes. But it's like, it's, <laughs> it's. I mean, and that's a joke, yeah, but, but divorce should never be an option, no. uh, unless it is biblically founded, which right. is the sexual immorality. Yep. Um, so, yeah. But anyways, yep. go. But you can go read your commentary now. I'm going to read the commentary now. Um, it says, a second concept that needs to be investigated is the exception caused in verse 9. The English translation here is a little misleading. Although the translation follows the wording of the Greek text, English does not allow for the nuances of the Greek text. It probably should be understood to say that if a person divorces a wife who has not already committed adultery, then he causes adultery, and if the person remarries after any divorce, he commits adultery. The disciples' reaction in verse 11 seems to confirm this understanding of the Greek text. And so it's like, we say, oh, well, sexual morality, but really it's, you know, it's the, you know, if I divorce Tammy and she goes off and gets married again, it's just committing adultery because in God's eyes we're still married. Yeah. You know, um, but like you said, divorce is never an option. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and I'll take another st- view of this. You know, because there's a lot of people that might listen to us that aren't married. Yeah. Um, and you should strive to not be, uh, not divorced when you get, do get married. But yeah. if you think about our relationship with Christ, with with God, um, it can we can actually make it almost like we're cheating on cheating on Him. Um, with otherworldly things. And what I mean by that is yeah. we are all guilty of things in our lives um, that do not or disrupt 
us from loving God first. Um, and that could be friends, relationships, sports, um, goals. Um, I mean, let's go on. Yeah. Work, money. Um, a lot of things that can take us away from God. And that's kind of what this is talking about. Yes. You know, we are to never do that to where we are, in a, in a sense, divorcing our relation with God, getting rid of it, just walking away, saying, I'm done. You know, and we'll actually kind of get to this later on with, do we stick through the thick and thin? Do we work hard w- when it's not easy? Do we, you know, buckle down and say, I'm going to make this work no matter what? Um, or do we run away when it's not, when it's, that's the easiest thing to do? Do, do we give up and say, uh, it's their problem, not mine? Right. You know, all these things. But if we truly love God, who truly loves us, our love that we choose to, to use for our wives and our, our kids and our families is all about portraying that love to, to others. And we're actually going through um, in youth this series on relationships. Um, we're not doing the whole marriage right. and all that stuff. We're doing, uh, like, this last last time we met, uh, we talked about what love was and how first got to love God, but then on top of that we have to love others. And um, we're talking about how that love is not to stop our, our, our love for God and the love that God gives us is not to stop at us. It is to flow through us. And that is what we do in our marriages, in our relationships with our friends. And then actually this, uh, well, actually this would have been yesterday because it's Monday, but uh, yesterday's we're talking about family, you know, and how it's not just to get along with them. It's to what are you doing to strive to love your family, even yes. when family can get on your nerves real quick because you're with them what? all the time. But it's it's what are you doing to to love? What are you doing to to make it the relationship work? Now, granted, you can't make the other person love you. You can't make the other person choose to love you. But what you can do is choose to make the steps and do the right actions to make it easier for them oh, yeah. to love you. To well, easier to to choose. And it's that phrase that we talk about all the time in the church: unconditional love. Yeah. Do we love somebody because they love us, or do we love them because of who they are, or because of what? Of who we are. Yep. You know, if we are a child of God, we should love unconditionally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People don't fall in love. People fall in holes. <laughs> yep. Yep. So Absolutely. Life, life step. step. Yeah. Uh, life step. For believers, one of the most dangerous assumptions to make is that the law was intended to describe ultimate righteousness. That mistake leads to salvation by works. All right, and then a word from our sponsor. Sunday Cool is more than just a custom t-shirt company. Sunday Cool is a company that goes above and beyond to serve the servers, the people who devote their lives to ministry and serving others. Sunday Cool brings together the coolest custom designs, a remarkable buying experience, constant engagement of clients with creative content. Oh, and did we mention that they provide the world's softest prints with the world's softest tees? Go say hi to Carl on SundayCool.com and make sure to choose Sunday Cool on your next order. And our prayer request for today is for Belarus. Ben goes on mission trips to Belarus. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, pray for evangelical Christians who are growing in number despite increased opposition and persecution. And that's a lot of truth. Uh, Belarus is a former Soviet Union you know, oh. nation. Um, it's illegal to evangelize, more or less. Okay. Um, but the way Ben and them do it is they go and teach English. Oh, nice. And they talk about their best friends. And oh, what he's done in their life. Nice. And it's really cool just to see. Um, he actually got to take his daughter with him last year for the first time. And Cool. I know that was really cool. So, yeah, continue to pray for them. 
Yeah. All right. I've been Marcus. I've been Josh. Booyah. Booyah.